Hi, podcast listeners. This is Kathy with God in the Grief, episode number 48, titled, How Do You Like Me Now? That was a quote from Michael, our son. He said that the very first day that we got him. We went to Arizona to pick him up, and we were driving home with him and stopped at a motel, and he had gone into the bathroom to get his pajamas on, only he came out with his dad's pajama bottoms on, clear up to his neck so he looked like a pair of legs with a head on top of it, and exclaimed very exuberantly, How do you like me now? And that has been a quote in our family ever since. It has been a comfort to me to think that if there could be some way to communicate just one sentence from Michael to me, to cross that border between heaven and earth, I think that he would say to me, Mom, just wait till you see me now. Because I'm sure that he's just surrounded by so much love and so much beauty that he really wouldn't want anything else. If we could only see how much love and the glory of God that they are surrounded by, it would just make us content with where they are. I can just imagine, you know, that Michael's little mind really struggled here on earth, but how he's rejoicing where he's at. To see that face that has no tears, no thoughts of sorrow. His first mom had died and he he was a little sad boy when he first came to us. But to, to see or imagine that little boy just surrounded and folded in his mama Sandy's embrace and being able to see his great-grandma ride a bell, and he would have been so excited to see Grandpa Downing and just the different people that he has known personally and loved here on Earth, that they're actually up there with him right now. How he adored them all while he was on Earth, but now he's being loved by them in heaven. And that thought just melts my heart into a sense of comfort. So if Michael could somehow ask me the question from heaven where he's at now, how do you like me now? I'm sure that I would be able to respond to him. I'm sure that where you are is far better than I ever loved you here because we can't even begin to perceive what God has prepared for one of his dear children. Psalms 33, 13 and 14 says, The Lord looketh from heaven. He beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. The Lord is always watching us from his place in heaven. He's always working on our behalf. And sometimes I think I can just hear God say, How do you like me now? God, who is everywhere and all-powerful, trying to get the attention of humans stuck in their little mental contraptions, racing around like ants, He's out there painting beautiful sunsets and sending precious messages our way and proclaiming, look around, see the beauty, notice my miracles. How do you like me now? I want to be a person that notices God. And I've tried harder to do that since the boys died, to see God in the picture. I don't ever want to be distressed with the thought, where was God? Where is God? I don't know where he's at. What we should think about is, where am I? Am I in a place where God can find me? Am I in a place looking for God? I heard someone talk about grief one time and say that 
It's easy in grief to get stuck in the past or to want to rush into the future. But the place that we need to be is in the present because that's where God is. We can only live in the present moment. So God will meet you there in the present time. Psalms 85, 8-13 says, I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. But let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall set us in the way of his steps. What are we hearing God say? Do we hear him speak peace to us? Does peace come in an unexpected way, and do we hear God say, How do you like me now? God is nigh. He is close. The songwriter once said, He's as close as the mention of his name. He waits for us to acknowledge him. He has put mercy and truth together, and righteousness and peace follow, and now he awaits our trust and faith to reach out to a God waiting to proclaim to a hurt and troubled land, just wait till you see what I have for you. And I know it will be good. It will be putting hearts back together and building us up. We will grow and increase and be blessed by the God that holds the worlds in his hand and our tears in a bottle. He will take the tears and turn them into a blessing. And then he will say, how do you like me now? You know, we can get so wrapped up in the picture that we paint in our minds that we don't allow God to paint the picture in our hearts. The very God that created the heart and prepared it for righteousness. This God that shows mercy and provides peace. And what is the picture saying? It's saying, how do you like me now? Ever had something happen in your day, a sudden answer to prayer that you forgot or a surprise from God, and you find yourself saying, oh, that was you, God, wasn't it? You acknowledge the God that wants to bless. And he is finding ways to bring you peace amidst a chaotic world. Stop to notice God. Detox from your digital device and the calendars every once in a while and notice the clouds. See God in the eyes of a child. Notice his handiwork in nature, how his light changes from day to night. Every day when you first open your eyes in the morning, God just said to you, Good morning. How do you like me now? I watched over you while you slept. I kept the stars in motion and watered the plants, and I answered a thousand prayers, and I fed the hungry. So how do you like me now? 1 John five eleven through 15 says, And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that are desired of him. And in verse 20, it says, And we know that the Son of God is come and hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. God is alive 
and true, and we can know this. Furthermore, we can have life here that is surrounded by God's loving care and have eternal life with him who loved us. St. John 17, 1-3 says, These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is the eternal life, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. To know Christ is to glimpse heaven, to taste a bit of eternity, to hold this incredible gift in our hands and be assured of its existence and glory. Peter once asked Christ in John 6 and 68 and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Christ is the one with the words of eternal life. Christ is our gift to receive eternal life. Where else could we receive such a promise? We could search high and low and never discover the gift of eternal life. But God sent his son and forgave our sins and redeemed his people and then smiled at every soul that accepted his gift. And he said, how do you like me now? Second Timothy 1, 9 and 10 says, Who hath saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. This glimpse of immortality is gained from hearing the gospel. We wouldn't know it otherwise. We believe the gospel of Christ and the belief in eternity comes naturally after that. It's not hard to believe in heaven when we know the Christ that lives in heaven. Titus 3.7 says that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So after we are saved, we now have an inheritance of eternal life. We've come into something amazing, and we should all be saying to people all around us, how do you like me now? See what God has done for me? Jesus said in St. John 5 and 24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. I love how this verse talks from passing from death to life. And I know that it's talking about being spiritually dead and coming to life in Christ, but I can't help but think about the miracle of change that God provides. We think we're alive now and that someday we die. I think my boys were alive and now they're dead, but God thinks the exact opposite. God thinks you were dead here, but wait till you get to heaven. You're going to be really alive. He takes a heart that's dead and he makes it alive. He takes a human that dies and gives it eternal life. So how do you like God now? And our last verse for this session is in Psalms 21, 1 through 6. The king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, and in thy salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart's desire, and hast not withholden the request of his lips. For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness, thou settest a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked life of thee, and thou gavest it him even length of days forever and ever. His glory is great in thy salvation. Honor and majesty hast thou laid upon him, for thou hast made him most blessed forever. 
that has made him exceedingly glad with thy countenance. This is just a glimpse of what God gives. All our desires fulfilled and life forever. Do we rejoice in the God of our salvation? Do we find joy in the God that finds pleasure in seeking for lost souls and creating new hearts in them? Do we picture our loved ones in heaven where they would just love to tell us how amazing it is? You've got to make it. You've got to press on. You've got to believe and trust and have faith. You've got to because all of your loved ones up there in heaven would be saying, oh, if you could only see me now. So make sure that you're watching for God today. Listen, for he's waiting to show you how amazing he is. <laughs>